Meet Your Maker makes professional-grade grinders, vacuum sealers, sausage stuffers, dehydrators, and just about everything else to turn your garage, deer camp, or kitchen into a meat processing haven. Meat only sells their processing tools direct to consumer, cutting out the retailer markup guaranteeing you the best price. Meat also has the only lifetime warranty in the industry, and Meat ships your tools direct to you for free. Visit MeetYourMaker.com and use code WAYPOINT for an exclusive discount. And get ready to Deer IY this fall. Podcast. We have Dave and Aaron. Dave uh, recently got out on his first ever turkey hunt and happened to bag a big old tom. Um, and Aaron uh, is the guide or the friend that got to take him out and experience that with him. So Dave and Aaron, why don't you go ahead and introduce yourself and we'll get started. All right. I'm uh, Dave Lassard. I'm uh, from North Central Illinois. Um, I do a YouTube channel called Under 40 Yards and mainly Upland Hunter. Uh, I was able to get into some turkeys this spring and uh, had some success. So nice, nice. It's pretty exciting when uh, I've done a couple turkey hunts myself and had some success. And once you start getting to gobble back to your calls and everything, it's pretty, it's pretty surreal. Once you're doing in the that. blood now, Dave. Dave's in trouble. <laughs> <laughs> so Aaron, why don't you give us a little background about yourself and. Uh, uh, you're obviously from Illinois as well. I'm taking it. Yeah, no, it's probably 15 minutes from Dave, uh, Northern Illinois. Um, okay. I've known Dave for, I don't know, what has it been, like 20 years now, Dave? Yeah, 20 years, yeah, at least. We'll do a ton of hunting together, but uh, when I had the chance to go on his first turkey hunt, and I was all, all about it. Yeah. I was just there for the show. <laughs> yeah, how, how long have you been turkey hunting for, Aaron? I see you got, yeah, I mean, I uh, you got some nice college. fans in the background there. Yeah, you know, those are, those are probably the most special ones. I think I shot most of those with the kids. Either the kids called them up or, uh, yeah, I think it was, you know, first first hunt somewhere, you know, hunt yep. with the kids. But, um, yeah, I've probably been hunting probably, man, college, just 01. I've been hunting turkeys. So, um, once they get in your blood, it's it's all over. <laughs> I've, been, I've been hunting waterfowl since I was eight, nine years old. So, 30-plus years chasing ducks and geese and just oh, yeah. about anything and everything I'll, I'll i'll go after you know woods and water it's just time right you got it once you have the time then it's easy to go after I, and that, that's what was nice about this year I, I ended up picking up some uh some tags close to home and it really helped get out there you know like we this last turkey we killed with my son it was before school and work 7 30 yep. we were rush home grab a quick quick bite tea get him dressed off to school off to work so it's uh anytime you can hunt close to home it definitely so you're on you're on private ground, I take it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah we don't have a whole lot of uh, uh, public ground in Northern Illinois unless you're heading yeah. west an hour and a half or so. Right. so. Yeah, okay. Illinois is pretty yeah, pretty tough. Pretty tough for the public guys in Northern Illinois. Oh yeah. So Dave, what got you, or how did uh, it come about that you wanted to go out and try to bag a turkey? Well, I've been trying for well, not seriously trying, but you know between Aaron and a couple other friends that do it a lot they've been poking at me a little bit to get out and do it and uh, about two let's see 20 2020 I tried to buy a tag got denied I think the uh I mean it was before the pandemic started but I was kind of late on application and uh so I'm kind of learning the turkey rules and when to apply (laughs) you know upland hunting is more you know casual and uh you don't have to do so much planning so I didn't get a tag that year. The next year, same thing. I, I didn't get a tag. And the way Illinois works is it's county by county. So oh. it's, it's kind of a finite area, right? And we live in a, in a fairly small county. And the county next to us, I, I have some friends with, with land, but you, you got to know someone with property to hunt. Uh, there's basically zero public land opportunity in Northern Illinois. So if you don't have a place to hunt, you're kind of SOL, um, or you're knocking on doors. And I'm sure Aaron will cover that. He's, he's pretty good at that. I'm sure aren't farmers pretty, or landowners pretty, um, yeah. pretty willing to let you go yeah, to hunt turkeys. Probably, probably. Yeah. Um, yeah, he's, I think he's had a lot of luck. So this year I, I got my act together and I got my application in. I was yep. probably, I, I definitely wasn't first in line, but I, I was probably towards the end of the, uh, the enrollment period 
And I chose, I think, three seasons. You can kind of choose, you know, your priority level, I guess, of, of yep. what season you want for each county. So it's kind of crazy because, like, Iowa, unless it's changed, because I haven't turkey hunted in probably 10 years now, but you can go and you can pick season one, two, three, or four. Um, okay. Just go in, you buy a tag, and yep. go turkey hunting. Yeah, it's Wisconsin's crazy. It's like similar. A, it's like a draw then. It's pretty crazy. Yeah, it's it, Illinois is tough, especially um, – the county we're in it's there, there's not there's probably the fewest tags would you say Aaron at least in our yeah I don't yeah, want the allotted so. I never saw the numbers of, of what they put out but um it, it's not it, you know it's not a guaranteed thing I do guess. you think they do they do that because of the turkey population there it must I be. think it, yeah <laughs> that and it's Illinois you know <laughs> yeah that's all we need right there <laughs> there's a rule for everything you know so I'm sure that's got now Wisconsin does it completely opposite. So they have zones and you have a, a big area to go yep. in. So you're, yep. you're not, you're not so focused on every County. So, um, but so I got the tag and in my mind I had season three. So we have, is it five seasons? I'll probably screw this up, but they go from a Friday to a Thursday. So yep. they're, you know, they're a six, seven day and they, they repeat. So I applied for season two or sorry, two and three. And in my mind, I got, I got three, but in reality, I got two. <laughs> so, you know, we got the tags back in January. Um, I kind of put it away, you know, I'm, yep. I'm not really in Turkey mode yet. I'm really not, I'm not a Turkey hunter. I'm still not a Turkey hunter, but uh, you I are now, you got one. Yeah. Well, I, I this is kind of <laughs> how the story goes. So <laughs> I had been talking with Aaron and, and, uh, and our, our landowner friend, Jim, and I hope he's listening because, uh, you know, we owe him, you know, everything for this hunt. But uh, it was Tuesday of that week and my, and the season starts, ends on Thursday, new one starts Friday. Yep. And I thought, well, I've got season three, so I'm set for this weekend. I pull out the tag and it's season two and it ends in two days. You know, this is Tuesday night <laughs> and I, I couldn't get my act together for Wednesday morning. I got uh, permission lined up for Thursday morning, uh, like last minute with our, our landowner. He's just, I'm like five minutes away from his house. So I called up Aaron. He's like, I'm in. <laughs> so we scrambled. <laughs> it doesn't take much of me. Yeah. Yeah. Aaron's like, it, it wasn't any, any, any trouble getting him. And Jim, the landowner, he had, he had two blinds set up on his property. Oh my God. So you didn't have to scout. You didn't have to do anything. We didn't do anything. We didn't, we kind of knew where the blind was because, you know, we get out there at what was it, 4 30 or or five o'clock or whatever. You know, it was before sunrise. And, yep. um, But we we found the blind, sat down, and the rest is, uh, you know, Aaron's doing. So (laughs) did you try to call it all, Dave? I did not. You know, I probably, if I demonstrate it, I'd embarrass myself. So I won't. But, um all i have is a box call because that's probably all i'm capable of doing at this point yep um but aaron's a you know he's got all of them full full expertise so he all i did is sit there you know and 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 sit in the blind and the property is small so you're really forced you can't you can't run and gun you know we're talking like a 15 acre area so that's kind of a sliver that goes way back so it's not so not a lot of moving anyway you can scout it but right you're basically yep. you're, you're there for the day yeah. you're there for the duration yeah i uh my favorite turkey hunt ever was uh i've had him on this podcast for brian Sorensen. he was uh my high school basketball coach and we went out turkey hunting uh, and we duck hunted a lot together too but when we went out scouting we ended up craw- like crawling around the hill and we knew these turkeys were over this hill well it turns out it, we were in a hay field and we creeped up and literally I'm not even kidding, like 10 to 15 yards ahead of us, there was a Tom just sitting right there. And we yeah. walked up on the back of him and we just <laughs> waited for him to kind of strut around and we slid back down the hill. We set up camp from there. And then, uh, I don't know, 20 or 30 yards from there, we were able to come back and set the tent up right away in the morning. And next morning, two roost, or uh, two two big Toms head to ass walking like this. We counted to three and shot them both at the same time. Oh, no nice. kidding. That's yeah. Nice. So it was probably nice. never have a hunt like that ever happen again. Yeah. So it was literally one, two, three, bam. And then yeah. that was it. So it's Aaron, might, Aaron might have one like that tomorrow. You know, he's, a, <laughs> he, he's, he spends more days of field than anybody I know, you know, 
Well, that's, that's interesting. You know, it just so happens our wives were on a, a small little girls weekend. <laughs> and here's how much I like to hunt. So my wife gets back and they were talking about it, you know, conversations I had. My wife can recall any, she can recall things from a, a conversation. You wouldn't believe it, but she's talking about Michelle and how, yeah, you know, Dave's really, he's doing, been doing a lot more hunting lately. I said, he hunts more than you do. I, I took no. offense to that. I'm there like, is... wait a minute. <laughs> <laughs> wait a minute here. I need to no... step up my game here. This uh, is... there, there's no way that's true. But, you know, she is. Oh, hey, that's the word on the street. That's what she's telling me, Dave. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, he's got his YouTube channel and everything going on yeah. now. You know, he's getting content. You got to get oh, footage. Yeah. You know, I mean, it's, yeah. it's a lot of pressure. You did know? you record yeah. this? Did you get to record I did, this? Yeah, on? there's a video up on my uh, channel. So if I you apologize. Want to I don't. I don't. Tyler's a social media guy. I don't get to, yeah. I don't get on yeah. social media uh, yeah. as much as I probably should. But, <laughs> well, um, that's a you lot can burn a lot of time. Yeah. What's what's that? You can burn a lot, a lot of time. <laughs> yeah, I can burn a lot of time, and with kids and stuff, I try to yeah. keep it set down at night. So, um, so Aaron, tell us a little bit about how Dave actually did. Like, was, was he nervous? Man, he's got he's got he, ice he, running through his veins, man. He, I, I was I think I was shaking more than he was at this thing. You know, it's it's. <laughs> I, I guess that's why I hunt turkeys, right? They they always seem to get me just a little bit. Yep. No, it was that thing. He started gobbling way out, and man, within three gobbles, he was. We knew he was coming, and it was it was game time. So, I mean, that's the. Uh, I think that's what I like most about turkey hunting. It's the suspense. You know, did you work him work him towards? Uh, yeah, I just had a deke out there. Yeah, we had a decoy. I don't think he saw the decoy. Um, I when I I gave a few hard calls to him, a little bit of a little bit of cutting. And some yelps, and he I, he answered. I couldn't hear hear him answer, but Dave said he did answer. So we kind of knew that he could hear us. He was in earshot, so that's that's half the game. Yeah. And uh, after that, he was he just kind of made his way. I mean, he was textbook. It, it doesn't, it doesn't it too like easy. All the time I can tell you that much right now. Are you using a diaphragm call? Yeah. 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 Do you use any, Do you use anything else to call him in box call or slate call? Yeah. You know, I just bought my son a, a little you know inexpensive slate call. Sounds pretty good. Box calls always sound really good. You know, I tend to think early in the season like we've had a really really late spring there's no foliage on the trees no no uh, no leaves yeah your sound carries a little bit better so yep. I, I, I think a diaphragm is plenty but I, you know when it gets really late in the season and there's a lot of a lot of foliage i think a, a sharper call like a, a slate or a box call you get a little bit more volume out of it personally i think that but um, hmm. um yeah we just used a diaphragm that day and he uh he liked what he heard and he came in like i said dave made a great shot it's it, you know, it's funny when they're coming through those trees, my perspective and Dave's perspective are two different things, but Dave had a small opening and it started when it came in, it either saw us or it, 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 it saw something it didn't like. So he was, he was alert and ready to go. So that's when Dave, yeah, he, he was, uh, he, was kind of, he was kind of clucking. Yeah. You know, he, he was ready to get out of there and it was, it was about a 35 yard shot. Would you say? Oh, yes. roughly. Yeah. So it wasn't close. And I had just a few seconds before he got behind this tree and I knew I had to shoot. Um, that was it. But we had, we had heard four or five gobblers in the yeah. distance, you know, we just couldn't get any of the other ones to come over off the roost. But this guy, for some reason, he kind of right came down. in hot, you know, he, he came yeah, in he did, for sure from way he, I think he was way far away when he first entered the property. It's probably his normal route, you know, whatever. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Well, you said he clucked it. So you said grouse do the same thing, right, Dave? Yeah, before they were going to fly. So, yeah. you know, I'm, I'm looking at Aaron and, and he, he, he's like I am when I'm grouse hunting. So, you know, I know the excitement now for turkey is going to be similar for me. But, you know, he says he's, you know, you shot more than 100 birds, I'm sure, right, at this point, well more than that. And you still get excited. Oh, yeah, uh, for sure. So, I haven't shot that many, but it doesn't matter. You, I get excited. Yeah. yeah. I mean, for me, no that's like what. a dog on point. So it's right. all, it's all the same feeling. And, uh, but now I got a taste of it. So I'll be no. back. So definitely, <laughs> it, you know, that taste, you know, of getting that in your blood, uh, bird hunting, that's the same way for me, Dave, but, uh, I have buddies who it's deer. Yeah. Man, they, they yeah. don't want to do any other damn yep. thing other than either sit in that tree stand or muzzleload hunt, or uh, I always get a kick out of, uh, I have a cousin who's like this he thinks he's a big ass hunter and he goes literally two days out of the whole fucking year and it's deer, <laughs> it's deer weekend right <laughs> weekend warriors <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I, yeah i was like uh 
you're not really i don't really know if i classify you as a hunter i mean you go yeah, two yeah. days you go two days out of the year and <laughs> yeah i mean white, white, white tail un, guys are... yeah unload everything you have yeah. on these things <laughs> so but uh Aaron, I'll... you gonna, gonna get him to go out again you think you get him to go out again yeah i think uh, i'll probably hit wisconsin nice yeah. and then you know what yeah. you know what rever uh roles need to reverse and you need to make dave call yeah right you that'll be that'll go well He'll probably walk off. He'll get frustrated and say, you know, forget it. Well, it's interesting too. Like I, I've only hunted out of a blind a couple times and never shot one out of a blind. So it's a whole different perspective being above the Turkey kind of looking down. I'm usually on the ground and it's head to head basically. So it was a different perspective for me. Like, you know, I, we did a little bit of shuffling around when he was coming in and man, you you really have to watch it. Cause we were, we, I felt like we were exposed just, you know, with the windows of the, of the blind and moving around. Whereas normally if you're on the ground and they're coming through, you have a little bit of time to, to maneuver and, and get ready, but yeah, well, different perspective. we're moving around quite a bit. And, yeah. you know, I realize I'm hunting out of a blind. It's really, you know, we're in what, what we call, you know, Turkey alley, this little area right where we live here is just, it's get, there's a lot of birds, you know, and in, yes. in this particular place that I shot this bird, you know, we've, Aaron and I have scouted this area for, for years. I'm scouting for maybe some photos in the past or, yep. you know, giving him tips. Cause I know he's going to chase them. But uh, it, every time I drive through this area and the landowner, Jim, he would say the same thing. I'm sure he drives down his driveway every day and there's a, there's a gobbler in his way, but um, you know, so it's an ideal situation as far as the location. And uh, you know, to say there was, any skill in it it was all Aaron all you know I know how to shoot that's the easy part you know (laughs) (laughs) so to me it's like I'm not a turkey hunter until I kill one myself so uh, for all the turkey guys out there I'm not claiming to be one yet so (laughs) Aaron give it go go ahead Tyler no I I totally missed the beginning guys I'm 100% sorry about that I got a wedding this week and Oh, my man. mind is obviously <laughs> way yeah. out here so your your wedding yeah i'm getting yes, married, get married on job. friday oh you're doing uh, good then here yeah, congrats, oh man. god i just and uh yeah so obviously anyways but um sorry i missed the beginning but i was just curious you know the what was uh and maybe you already talked about it but what was like your feelings when that when you like finally saw the bird and you knew it was going to be like coming in, can you like replay that? Yeah. I mean, that, that's a great question because I replayed it in my mind a hundred times. And while I edited the video, you know, you see things that you don't remember, you know, being there and with a camera, you know, it's, it's being in the blind was ideal with a camera, right, Aaron? I mean, if we, if we were monkeying around like that exposed and we weren't covered up, you know, his, our cover probably would have been blown, but you know, we're trying cameras to film were, it at this, film it at the same time. Yeah. And, what uh, cameras were you using? Um, I have my mirrorless camera and okay. then I had a GoPro just for POV, but, um, yeah. Aaron was lucky enough to get the video shot of the kill through the mesh of the, uh, of the blind. You know, yeah. we, I think we felt like the bird might've saw us out the window. So he kind of shot through the mesh. And the footage turned out better than I thought, actually. I didn't think we'd be able to see it. But so Aaron called and I was just listening and that and he gobbled back twice while he was calling. And um, I knew, I mean, I don't know turkey hunting, but it felt like we had him at that point. At least we had his attention. Yeah, for sure. And then, uh, you know, Aaron just kind of kept quiet after that. And the little I know and studying about turkey hunting is, you know, you, you can definitely overdo it. So we definitely played it right. He came in curious and uh, he came in pretty quick and it, yeah. everything happens fast. So, it, you know, you're sitting there for, we're probably there in the blind two hours, hour and a half anyway, yeah. you know, just hearing gobbles across the fields, maybe two, 300 yards away, but nothing interested. And then this guy's coming close and then you're, you know, your adrenaline starts pumping a little bit and, uh, the last thing you want to do is blow that shot. So, <laughs> yeah, well, after well, Aaron's for ammo. Yeah, I. You know what? I I called this the farm and fleet hunt, and uh, <laughs> <laughs> I bought 
I bought the Winchester uh, Longbeard, cheap uh, ounce and three quarter, number five lead, um, three inch, 12 gauge. And I bought a cheap, uh, whatever, strut brand decoy. Um, and I bought a cheap Primos uh, box call. I bought it all the same day, about a week before I shot this thing. <laughs> So, <laughs> hey, got to start somewhere, right? Right, right. Yeah. I, I have less than and you almost missed season, and you almost missed your opportunity to go. <laughs> and I almost missed it. I mean, that was the kicker. It's like I, it, it was, you know, I'm such an idiot with this whole season thing, trying to learn these dumb seasons. Uh, I almost blew it. And if yeah, I had Tyler, I, just to recap for you, he thought he had a tag for season three, and he realized two days before two days before season two ended, he actually had a season two tag. Right. And then he realized it, so he had two days to go out and. Yeah. I, I literally I literally had one day to hunt because <laughs> it was late Tuesday night and I'm like shit I can't get my stuff together for the morning so I, I had one day we had to get permission and then I, I literally had one day I'm like okay you know so my expectations were honestly low uh, Those are the best but, hunts though you know yeah yeah I just wanted to learn and uh and and I did that last year I went out with a guy sat in his blind with him and uh, kind of learned the process he was bow hunting at the time and uh we didn't have any luck that day but a guy in our same group they had um six or eight blinds across this property and one of the groups um shot his first bird um so i was able to at least get the feeling uh for the whole situation and kind of kind of learn a little bit about it but um yeah the shot was good and and he dropped and i thought you know you're you're kind of in a little bit of shock i guess and uh and yeah, you know, he dropped down. So we let him, we let him lay there for a few minutes and celebrated a little bit. And then, uh, you know, the rest, the rest was picture taking. And I mean, know. how, how shitty would he have felt had Aaron done all that work for you? And then you <laughs> missed the shot. I'd feel bad because I take pride in my shooting, especially. Yeah. When... <laughs> but, uh, yeah, it was a little I mean, far imagine out. How Ty- that's how Tyler's dogs yeah. feel. Fucking, he lets him down all the time. <laughs> yeah, there's, no, there's nothing worse than your dog looking back at you. Like, you got to be kidding me. Yeah. What just happened? What was that shot? You yeah, worthless? I've, I've had plenty of those looks, yeah. yeah. It is funny. They do have that look. Have you ever wanted to process your own wild game from start to finish? Meet Your Maker has you covered. Meat makes professional-grade grinders, vacuum sealers, sausage stuffers, dehydrators, and just about everything else to turn your garage, deer camp, or kitchen into a meat processing haven. Meat only sells their processing tools direct to consumer, cutting out the retailer markup, guaranteeing you the best price. Meat also has the only lifetime warranty in the industry. And Meat ships your tools direct to you for free. Visit MeetYourMaker.com and use code WAYPOINT for an exclusive discount. And get ready to deer IY this fall. Yeah. So do you think you'll uh, you'll keep, keep going turkey hunting? Do you think yeah, you'll upgrade definitely. your box call? and Probably. You know, yeah. and, you know, I was thinking about this, and Aaron, you'll probably, you know, uh, confirm this, but... I got this, but you got a, you got a, a slate or a box call. And the only time you can do it is at home and it pisses off your family. Right. Shut that thing out. Right. It's like the kids That's playing the instrument. So yeah. the read call has got a huge advantage because you can do that in, on your commute in the morning. And uh, I'm not saying I'm going to be any good at it, but at least I'll have time to practice. You know, hey, you can find a ton of YouTube videos out there, how to, yeah. how to do yeah. it, which is good. I yeah. always have to, with learning how to do a goose and duck call, I always have to go out in the garage or sometimes just to, yeah. if I feel like irritating Haley, I'll just do it inside. <laughs> yeah, right, right. It's like when my kids were in band for the first time. Good God. Oh, man. <laughs> I bet that was what what uh, instrument they play. Well, one played the clarinet and one was the flute. So not 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 the tuba or the trombone. So that was <laughs> yeah. Kind of, yeah. Or the drums. Drums. Yeah, yeah. the drums. Drums, yeah. <laughs> Oh God, that that blow up the house. Yeah, Aaron, how long have you been hunting turkeys for? Looks like you got. Yeah, I got a few up on the wall. I got the special ones up on the wall. Like I, said, I was telling these guys earlier, uh, you know, kids help call them in or shot them with the kids or something. I, you know, I had a really good hunt one time up in Wisconsin. I had, uh, I was out, I hunted the morning, didn't didn't have any luck. Was driving the back roads, saw some turkeys in a field, and I could hunt the ridge above them. So I, I ran back to the cabin, got all the kids ready. I got three kids, two girls and a boy. 
I said, all right, let's go. We're going turkey on. We're going to run to the top of this ridge and we're going to call. So we, we got him back, got him camoed up, drove down, ran up this ridge. And uh, my daughter called one in right, right into us. Oh, man. Oh, that's cool. So that was, that was pretty cool. Yeah. How old was she? Man, I think she was, um, I bet she was probably 10. Okay. What kind yeah. of call is she using? That's impressive. It was a box call, you know, nothing, yeah. nothing crazy, but. But better than Dave's. <laughs> yeah you know, probably a better one than these that. calls are pretty are pretty uh easy to run you know they're nothing you don't have to be the greatest caller in the world i think it's you know i've always said it's about finding the right bird you yeah. know you can you can be the best caller in the world and I mean, sometimes calling is not even the answer you know you just got to get where they're you know yeah yeah the hunt begins where the where the birds are at so if you get where they're at hunt long enough you'll get them yep do you do you remember your first first bird that you got aaron Oh, definitely. Yeah, that's that one's uh, Tell us yeah, that. it was. I guess it's uh, not real uh, exciting, but the fact that we were we thought we were done for the day walking out of some big woods in uh, southern Illinois and um, walking out was like 10 30. You know, we've been hunting for probably six hours, five, six hours walking out, and uh, one sounded off just might have heard us or just randomly ran randomly gobbled. We sat down in the fence line, my buddy. Gave a few yelps and he came over the top of the ridge and hammered him. So <laughs> that was a good one. Yeah. It, do you mainly turkey hunting or you do any? You know, I, I I would say I'm more of a duck and goose hunter. I've been duck and goose hunting for man, I'm 45, so I remember eight nine years old going out with my dad. So that's that's definitely where if I ever had a choice, um, duck and goose hunting for sure. But I don't know. Turkey hunting's right there. I mean, turkey hunting. You run a dog then. Special. What's that? You run a dog den? Sorry. Can yeah, I got two labs. Yeah, I got a black and a yellow nice. lab. Yeah. Nice. They're, they're nothing. They're not world world champ retrievers. They're they break yeah, ours the aren't shot. <laughs> they but they get the birds. So it's uh you know they're fun. They're fun to watch. Yeah. Dave, you gonna try to get out with them on some some waterfowl hunts? Yeah, you know, he he's asked me a couple of times and it, it hasn't worked out over the years. So I was thinking, you know, we we've known each other more than 20 years now. Nice. And uh our so you wives, finally trust you finally trust him? I think yeah, maybe that's it. Yeah, maybe that's it. <laughs> yeah, he had to I get finally, you that bird. I believe his credentials, you know, the the stuff he's yeah. got hanging behind him there. So, um, but this is actually the first time we've hunted. Yeah. You know, we we talk hunting all the time because I'm I'm an upland guy, so we're kind of you know doing separate yeah. things, but you know, it's all the same. Um, and I'm not a huge waterfowl guy either. I just hunted that for the first time uh, a couple years ago. And yep. um so I'll it's a rich man to... sport, man. Yeah, cool. yeah. Water waterfall it takes some serious uh it does you know, fun. It's ridiculous. Yeah. And just like cargo area to haul yeah. everything. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, the key is uh having plenty of friends that do it as well, you know. Yes, yeah. friends cost. that got money, right? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's yep. why that's why we do this podcast. We're trying to find those. <laughs> <laughs> Networking is everything. You know, if you got the gear, you gotta have the gear, then you gotta have the spots. You know, getting spots is, is yep. that's yeah. everything. You can have all the gear in the world if you don't have a spot to use it then. Sounds like yeah. sounds like uh we might just have to come over and do a duck hunt sometime. We can yeah. make that happen, no problem. Cross, yeah. Cross what part, border. How far into Illinois are you guys? Rockford area. Okay. It's not, it's not that far. Not far, yeah. yeah. Dead center of the state. Yeah. 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 You got one of you guys is in Cedar Rapids, right? Yeah, that's me. Just that's south you. of it. Yep. Yeah, yeah, that's I'm not far at all. I'm Des Moines, so oh, okay. Not bad. Probably sounds like we should probably come your way for a duck hunt. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, duck hunting here is not uh nothing to write home about. We have some decent hunts because we hunt a lot, but yeah, yeah, yeah. we our share of geese. You know, geese are readily Prevalent. plentiful typically, but uh ducks are Bucks can well, be. We've decided that in 2024 we are actually going to do a guided duck and goose hunt. There you really? go. In nice. Wichita, Kansas. Yeah. Yeah. So the guy that we just had on, we're gonna. Yep. Uh, this past week, I think it dropped. Oh uh, yeah, I listened to it. That was a good one. Yep. We're actually going to try to go uh, 2023, but my my employer would not let me uh, take off because they already had something previous plan that I didn't. It wasn't on my calendar, but they said they have something planned. So I was like, wow. oh. We got, so. we, uh, so this was last year, my past year, first year waterfowling. Man, the ducks, they didn't come in till after season. It was like, there mm-hmm. was one good field hunt that we had with them. 
and then after that it just like they wouldn't come out till it was after shooting light or then when they did come out before shooting light it was after season and of course we had zero duck decoys out and they just probably like 30 40 of them just cupped up perfectly and landed right in the goose decoys and it's like (laughs) of course always yeah always of course that's how it works (laughs) so that's yeah it it can be good out here but um right mostly mostly field hunting or yeah so the the guys i met they're actually um one's retired and one is about he's got to be close he's worked for his employer for I think he said like 36 years. He's actually got a good hookup. He, the employer bought him a brand new truck. Um, he can drive it. He, he can use it as his personal, personal truck. Doesn't have to pay gas or anything for it. Doesn't have to pay insurance, you know? Um, so he's like, well, I don't really want to leave. Cause I just got this truck and I haven't had a, you know, don't really want to buy my own truck and whatnot. But, um, so he's getting close to retirement and, uh, they, uh, the fields that they have access to, are like five minutes from my house. Oh, nice. Um, so it's just, it, it's worked out really nice for me personally, just because, you know, they say, hey, let's meet at four o'clock in the field and I could leave my house at 3.50 <laughs> and we can hunt for an hour and a half and I'll be home by, by supper time, you know? Um, so that's pretty nice. And they do have some, some pond access, um, but they only have access if, the owner of the ponds want to go and last year they never wanted to go. So, um, it was all cornfields mainly, nice. but there's a lot of Cedar Rapids has a good, good amount of geese. They got a lot of city ponds, city birds that stick around all year round. Nice. If those the are fun. Fly, if the flyway changes, uh, I used to, so I'm from Guttenberg, Iowa, which I realize you guys probably don't know where that's at, but it's right along the Mississippi. Okay. Um, and when I was in high school and out of high, right out of high school, we would go up there and literally sit there in the morning and literally 20 or 30 minutes. And we'd have all of us, there'd be three or four of us. We'd have our limit. Every one of us. Nice. Yeah. It was, it was wild. It was crazy. It was fun. And now <clears throat> the flyway changed up there. So um northern iowa yeah uh, northeast iowa yeah so they they said that they thought it seemed like this year it was coming back a little bit they had a pretty decent year not compared to you know 20 years ago or 15 years ago but they said that it seemed like the flyway might have been changing a little bit like they're coming back down that pathway a little bit so if that keeps changing this year could be pretty decent and i'm hoping to get out up there with uh, those guys again because they all still live up there so Hmm. nice flooding up more should help bird numbers too Yep. Nice. Yeah. So Dave, was your uh was your turkey under 40 yards? <laughs> it was, but nice. uh I'd say it was 35-ish. Yeah. As long as what's it's it, under 40. What did he weigh? Yep, yep. Spurs, he, beard. He a, what's, a, what's, was, what's the rundown of that guy? He was, I think, a respectable bird. He was 24 pounds, um inch and an eighth spur. Nice. Um about a 10 inch. Well, a 10 inch beard, but he had a little offshoot that was about 11 and a half. There you go. You know, maybe about three or four hairs. So Heck I don't yeah. know what that means, but, but I was oh, nice bird. Yeah. Nice mature bird. Yeah, it was a good bird. So I, I was happy I got seven pounds of breast meat off of it. Oh. Um, I what took a little get? bit of thigh meat off the thing. And, yes. uh, you know, that's probably better for soup, but, uh, yep. you know, so I was happy with the meat I got off. It was a real clean bird, delicious. You know, we had some, uh, we had a meal a couple of days later. So nice. What would you cook it up with? We had turkey fajitas for the oh, first nice. Yeah, so that so how do you make, good. how do you make those? Just like you would, uh, you know, making any other chicken or, or beef fajitas and uh, we just replaced it with turkey. So, nice. Yeah. So that I just kind of cut them in strips and, and then I gave the other half, not quite a half of the meat to the landowner, Jim our buddy. Cause he, unfortunately he didn't draw a tag this year. So, you know, we hunted his land. <laughs> and he, thanks Jim. He yeah. did. Thanks Jim. I know you're listening. So, you know, again, I owe you, I owe you an air and everything, but, but uh, he had another buddy that shot one about a week later uh, with a bow. So took two birds off of his property. And uh, 
unfortunately. I'm sure he won't make that mistake next yeah. year. He'll be in early. We'll probably know. never hunt that spot again. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, I'm not counting. I, I don't even. I don't know that I want to because I don't want to interrupt his uh, his his luck. So, right. how many tags do they give out? Do they do sections like how Iowa does? They do county by county, and Aaron can explain it way way better than I can because he. You got what three tags, Aaron? I only yeah. got one because I don't know. It's what a nightmare. Yeah, you, you get like six choices, and there's three lotteries. You have to really set yourself up. You know, your first choice, second choice, third choice, right down the line. You got to make sure that you get lined up to where you're going to pull a tag somewhere. You know, um, and it, it gets kind of a, it's a it's a cluster. Yeah. Really, you have to pay attention to what's going on. You know, and the county thing is it's so finite because. Like we were saying earlier, we live in a small county and the one next to us is a bigger county, but it's like, which choice do I go with? You, you got to go with the choice where you have permission to hunt, right? Because yep. it's, it's not like Wisconsin where there's a big zone and you've got 20 counties in a zone, you got a big choice. But Illinois, you know, I mean, for the hunter and fishermen, Illinois is not the place to be, that's for sure. For upland hunting, it's trash, you know, I, but I, I do all my hunting in Wisconsin and in Northern Wisconsin. So it's just, everything's better there typically for the sportsmen, but, um, but you, if you can find these private plant, uh, private land turkeys, man, there's no pressure on them. You know, there's not yep. a bunch of guys chasing them. Um, you know, Aaron, he took a bird about half a mile from where I shot mine off another piece of private land. What just last week. Yeah. Yeah. So I think it was, uh, Monday or Tuesday morning before school took my son out. So yeah, that was a good one. Yeah, he, he's the before work guy so the day he the day i shot my bird i took the day off and uh aaron's like well i'm going to work so <laughs> yeah, we, we got done pretty i think i shot him about i don't know 7 15 7 30 in the morning and uh we kind of cleaned up and i was home by nine o'clock and, and he, he went off to work so i spent the rest of the day just cleaning the bird and 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 taking care of the fan so i'm gonna i'll have a mount hopefully done um, it makes it makes work a lot easier after yeah. you've gone through a, a hunt like that yeah, the day goes smooth huh yeah i'd probably be worried about falling asleep getting up so early yeah, yeah, it's, yeah. you know it's, a, it's pretty close to both of our houses so we, we, were, oh, we were lucky awesome. in that respect yeah. yeah 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 and i'm an upland guy so you know early mornings is that's not cool yeah <laughs> <laughs> it's not dark when i go hunting you know right. all these that's guys right. are in the dark all the time yeah, you Aaron, what's go... your what's your biggest bird? Just talking about, um... you know, um, I shot a real good one last year. As far as spur length, I guess is, would be what I would judge them with. Typically, it seems like all the beards are 10, 11 inches. But it has some pretty good spurs on them. My buddy and I hunted this bird for, man, it was in Wisconsin. It was, um, I think we hunted him for four hunts in a row, two separate weekends. This thing had nine hens with him. That he was he was the man. I mean, he was. He was running the show. No other gobblers to challenge him at all. We finally got him that fourth morning, but um, he has some pretty good spurs on him. I mean, inch, a little over an inch and a half, inch and five eighths, something like that. I mean, sharp. When you see a see a turkey with spurs like that, it's impressive. Razor sharp. Yep. Um, so that was that was pretty cool. That was just a cool hunt because we had we had been on him for so many so many hunts, so many hours. I mean, literally, our biggest uh, the biggest challenge was getting set up. And getting the hens, getting past all the hens before he would show up. All the hens would come out. You're talking nine hens. And they just, they were skittish. They were clucking. They were a couple a couple hunts. They took them the opposite way. They, they knew something was up and took them the opposite direction. Just that was, that was a pretty cool hunt. We ended up, ended up getting them. But uh, those hens can, when, when you got a, a gobbler locked down like that, those hens are the biggest challenge. Yeah. So what'd you do in that situation to finally change them? got lucky <laughs> honestly <laughs> i mean they, when they came out the hens were doing the same thing we had one hen that was putting at us we had him he was he was uh strutting at probably 15 20 yards but he was behind some tall grass brush so we didn't have a great shot and eventually you know eventually we he made the made a mistake actually i think my buddy shot him and i shot right after him and we, we kind of tag teamed him but uh um that was a good hunt because nice bird just you know Anytime you get a history with a bird like that, it's, it's pretty cool. Yeah. And I kept saying, you know, we've got to kill this. Normally, normally, if you find out where they're roosted, you know, you can you can make a plan. But every time he seemed like he had her number, but at least the hens did. I don't even know. You know, these these gobblers, um, if you get them in the right mood, you 
they're like hunting the dumbest bird in the world. But you say that, but yet, you know, your percentage of your kill percentage is 10%. So, I mean, so they're dumb, but you can't kill them. So (laughs) are you, do you always hunt out of a a blind? Very never actually. It's usually running the gun and on the ground. Um, Easier to make moves. It's a little, I, what I like about it is you can kind of hear a little bit better. You know, you hear the woods wake up, you can hear the gobbles, you can shift around, make a move. But um, I was telling these guys earlier before you came on that it was a different perspective in a blind looking down and having that bird. I mean, I felt like the bird could see every little movement, whereas when you're on the ground and and you know they're coming, you can shuffle and, you know, get on your gun and you're just waiting for a head to show show up in the woods somewhere. So it's a little bit different perspective. I mean, you can see the whole bird, whole profile. Um, So that was different for me. It was made it pretty exciting that uh, when he showed up, it was like he, I don't even, I don't remember him coming into view. He was just there. Right. Right. I told Dave, there he is. He said, yeah, he, I, he clucked I didn't a couple of times. Him. I'm like, man, you better shoot him. He's going to call. Right. I didn't see him at first. So I had to, you know, the perspective, even though we're in the same blind, you know, it had a totally different view on your side of the blind, but yeah, he showed himself and bang. That was it. Yeah, <laughs> the the farm and fleet setup worked. So, yeah, that's right. you know, shout out to Winchester Longbeard. You know, yeah. Hey, whatever show does its job. That's all that matters. Right, absolutely, you know, it's, it's about a buck twenty five a shot. You know, it beats those TSSs that's, that are fifteen bucks at load. That's cheap yeah. nowadays. Compared <laughs> to everything else. You yeah. get those. Some of those shells are what fifty, sixty, or like forty to fifty bucks for a for five box of five yeah. it's like oh, oh yeah absolutely <laughs> yeah no thing uh, lead yeah. works good still so <laughs> <laughs> yeah yep but it was cool because i got to shoot them with a gun that i my very first new gun i ever bought which is an i bought it at walmart in like 1990 i don't know seven probably you know i had bought and used guns only before that so it's just an 870 Express, you know, super mag. Really, it's a turkey gun, synthetic. Absolutely. You know, it's a synthetic matte black. So it's it's really what it was, and that's what they had. And as an Upland guy, I'm like, I really don't care. I just, I need a new gun. So I took it. Um, they didn't have like a field grade one. They just had that synthetic thing. So, but now it's just kind of a backup gun. But for turkey, it worked perfect. So. Oh, yeah. Nice. Yeah. That's yeah, those 870 is tried and true, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That gun will never fail you. No. Sometimes what's good about those pump guns is, you know, you never have to really worry if you drop it, get it muddy. Yeah, yeah. They're always going to yeah. function. I can't remember the last time I cleaned it, so that's probably. <laughs> <laughs> When's the last time you shot it before that time? Yeah, you know, I use, every now and then I take it out. It's always like my backup gun in the truck, you know, if I, I have my over-under or my auto-loader, I might have that one as the third, like the second backup, you know, yeah. in case something goes wrong with the other two, but uh, I don't shoot it very often anymore. Oh, I took it out of duck hunt. I, t- I did take it out of duck hunt. So. I kind of became a little bit of a gun collector. I have, uh, my, both my grandpas passed away, and I got some guns from them. And mm. now my wife and I have an agreement that every year I get to buy one new gun. Seriously, so, agreement? Yeah. Wow. Tyler, Tyler, taking notes on that. So. Uh, you know what? I put that in some writing. Um, as, <laughs> yes. Although yeah. this year I had to make a compromise. I think I don't get a gun because I bought a truck bed slide system. So. Uh. I took the place of the gun, but next year we'll be back on it. You could buy a nice gun with the price of that truck bed system. Yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I could. I could. You're not cheap. Yeah, I'd, I'd like yeah. to get uh, the uh, the Satori over under from Browning, the 725. I'd like to get that. That's yeah. probably my it's probably my dream gun. And I don't even know if I'd ever shoot it because it's so nice. Right, it. right. Yeah, that's my I'm, guns are kind of tools for me, but I am grown to appreciate you know um the machining and the finer qualities of some of them but yeah that one i would get all the machining on the you know yeah. all the detail on the side yeah. and everything yeah. and it would be it would be bought just for for me to look at right. Right. <laughs> right. Right. Yeah, it, won't be, it won't be laying in the bottom of the duck line <laughs> no no you yeah. can't be just a good old camo or black synthetic gun nope. for the old duck lines i no. have a uh when it first came out i got the browning maxis the one I think that came out in 2010 or 11. 
I bought it. Um, so I've had it for 10 or 11 years now, depending on which year I got it there. That gun has more scratches and cuts and and it's never, it's never failed me. It is the best gun I've yes. ever, I've ever owned. Yeah. Cool. Beretta guy most of the time. But... Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, I like I mean, the brownies so too. They're really nice. Yeah, we've we've had a lot of brown. My first gun was a. I, I still have a BPS uh, twelve gauge. I use it for trap. For, I used to shoot trap leagues and got to use that thing for years because I'm a lefty and that's bottom ejector. Yep. Yeah, low to bottom, eject yeah, to bottom, and I, perfect. you know what, I had my dad got me one of those. Uh, that's yeah. how I got turned on to Browning back in the day, and I yeah. traded that in. And I so wish I would because it was a twenty gauge. I wish I wouldn't have traded that damn thing in. Stupid. Talk about rely. I mean, I probably have I don't know how many thousands of rounds through that gun shooting trap league for years. You know, yeah, um, those guns are awesome. Yeah, I'd like you to know, guys. It, it always it was always gratifying when you beat the guy that's got the parazzi next to you that spent five grand on his setup and and mine was a 200 dollars used gander mountain rack gun and uh you know i outshoot him by two rounds or something <laughs> that was always uh, cool but yeah too bad gander mountain wasn't still around that wasn't a bad store yeah i actually uh that was my first job out of top or out of high school really? i worked at gander mountain as uh i worked in the hunting and fishing department and i I basically didn't really know much, but uh, um, fishing, I just would put line on everybody's reels when they came in and need a new line. And then uh, uh, the guns, I basically was just the person that would box them up for them and yeah. say, here you go. <laughs> yeah, that's a cool job. Yeah, it was. I learned a lot. It was, it was a lot of fun. Did you ever take money home or did you spend it right there? Yeah, that was, that was the biggest thing. So I, so, uh, one of the, so the one gun that I have that just like, it's, I, I don't, I rarely use it except for, um, now with waterfowl is cause it's my only gun that works good for waterfowl. But, um, when I, they had a competition in the store for whoever could, whoever had the most people sign up under their name for the Gander Mountain credit cards, um, that person won a $500 gift certificate in the store. And then every quarter they had an employee like appreciation sale where they gave you, usually it was 20% off, but then they gave you 40% off of um, everything in the store. Uh, and then for guns, it was, uh, it was like 10 or 15%. I can't remember exactly what it was, but the gun was a Beretta uh, A391 Extrema, and it was, I won the gift card, and then that was on a clearance rack, so I had the $500 gift card, and the gun was on the clearance, plus it was a 15% off. Oh, nice. so I they got gave the their employees for, too many discounts. Yeah, so That's I got the gun for like two <laughs> or 300 bucks, and it was, you know, a, a, usually a $1,200 gun or whatever it was before clearance. Um, so yeah, it was... And it was like, God, you some new piece of clothing would come in and be like, oh, well, I'm going to buy that today. And, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, I'd work extra hours just to try to <laughs> pay for a new toy or something. Yeah. But yeah, that's that's the tough part about working at those stores is. Yeah. Get that around, right. Yeah. And then family was always like, hey, <laughs> you pick me this up. It's like, I'll give you yeah. cash. Like oh god, all right, <laughs> you know, because they say don't be given, you know, not supposed yeah, to give yeah. it to family and whatnot. Right, but right. I mean, everybody did. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, no, it was a good, good little store, and yeah, that's a good job. Yeah, we had three ninety one's a good gun. Yeah, yeah. I don't. The only thing that sucks is I'm left handed too. So am I. And uh, Jesus, three of us. Yeah. It's like that's one never of never happened before. Yeah, the same call. <laughs> It's like one of the only Berettas semi-autos that you can't just switch the safety to um, to the opposite way. And so it's a is if you're a right-hander, where like the A400s and uh, the A300, then the Extrema Two, when that came out, you can actually switch the safeties. Um, well, the Extrema Two, I think you got to like buy a separate 
safety thing for it, but the A400 stuff, you can pop the safety out and switch it over. And so as a left-hander, you can easily manipulate the safety how you're supposed to. But the three, the regular Extrema, you have to buy the whole trigger assembly. And I've looked, I've called all these gun places and nobody has them. And it's like, it'd just be nice to have it because all my upland guns, I have the trigger switch or the safety switched. And then when I go use that gun, it's opposite. So I have to take like that extra second to be like, shit, is it on safety or is it not on safety? You know, and I don't like that feeling. It's just unsafe to, you know, or I pull up and I go to shoot and it's, and I hit the switch and it's, on safety yeah. God damn. yeah you kind of wish they all had a thumb safety you know oh, as, a, as a lefty that, that would be nice that'd be really bps nice. had that yeah that has yep. it um, most most right. mossbergs now do i think yeah, all mossbergs got it yeah that's one yeah. thing i like about over-unders too they you know they yeah. run that way yep that's true yeah usually by your third shot unless you're nick the bird's already too far away <laughs> <laughs> He's a fast uh, trigger, man. Uh, uh, hey, you gotta, yeah, I usually have three shots up before you get your gun ready to go. <laughs> <laughs> you got any meat left on that bird? Or, uh, oh, uh, there's been a few yeah. that have not. <laughs> he shoots ever, first, then says take them, huh? I yeah, won't ever yeah. claim the most meat, but I'll claim that I got the bird. He's <laughs> uh, turned them inside out, right? Well, I always feel like I wait long enough, and then I'm waiting for everybody else. I'm like, oh, what are you guys doing? And then I shoot. I'm like, yeah. what are you doing? You weren't going to shoot. And I was like, wow, if I, can, I waited five minutes, I felt like. <laughs> it's like an eternity when you're a quick trigger. <laughs> Roosters are tough, man. You got you to gotta get them when you can, you know? No. That's right. Can't wait too long. Right. Awesome. Well, guys, appreciate you coming on to the podcast. Sorry for the delay at the beginning and i don't know why when i keep sending out these damn invites they never work i gotta get that figured out but uh, appreciate you coming on uh, sorry i missed the beginning i'll have to go back and listen to it but um youtube videos looked looked good dave and uh it was under 40 yards so can't beat that it counts yeah. it counts anything over it doesn't count yeah, yeah. yeah if, if i was a big game guy i'd be over 40 yards yeah, yeah. that's be right too so maybe someday yeah. i'll start that yeah and aaron it was good meeting you yeah nice aaron. meeting you guys thank you for coming on and we'll have to do another one soon absolutely yeah, yeah if you guys ever want to do some duck and do something yeah uh, reach out yeah we'll yeah, connect no, we should do that we should do that when season start out there for waterfall Typical uh, middle of October. Okay. Same. Like September, it starts here with, I think, like teal seasons right away. And then it moves. Yeah, we got early like season, a, early yep, goose, a, teal. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. It must be pretty similar, though. Yep. So awesome. Awesome. You guys have a great night. Thank you very much. Nice meeting you guys. Thanks right. for having us. Talk to you later. Good luck, Bye. Bye.